Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Carla Marie, a happiness coach, number one selling author of Find Your Happy, yoga instructor, podcast host of The Happy Hour, and professional speaker who's on a mission to help people live a happier life. Carla shares tips to help you smile every day and live with purpose. She also shares tips to discover your own happiness and simple ways to bring joy into your day. So this interview is a video recording that you can also watch on YouTube and you'll have to excuse my croaky voice during the interview. Let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation. So I'm really privileged to have Carla Marie with me today on the podcast for Simply Happy Conversations. Carla Marie is a happiness coach, a speaker, an author, and also a podcast host herself. Welcome to the podcast, Carla. Oh, thank you so much. It's so nice to be here. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm so grateful for you uh, having me on the show. It's so oh. fun. No, thank you so much for um, reaching out and 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 agreeing to come on. So it'd be great if you could start off and tell us something that maybe the audience doesn't know about you. Uh, well, um, uh, you probably don't know much about me, but something that um, a lot of people don't know about me is I'm obsessed with wearing an eye mask when I sleep at night. So um, I don't know. I wore it once, like just traveling, and I was like, oh, my God, this changed my life. Like it's changed my sleep. So now um, I have a, you know, a really good um, blue blocking. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're a company um, in Melbourne, I think. Um, they're blue blocking glasses, and they make blue blocking um, eye masks, and you put this on your eyes every night. And, oh, my goodness, sleep is intense after that. So that's probably something a lot of people don't know about me. And I get really paranoid if I haven't got it. I'm like, oh, my God, I need my, I need my mask. I'm going to sleep. You know, it helps sleep so much. And does it, is it fluffy or is it smooth? What sort of, what does it I'm um, like? like, it's literally got two goggles. So like, okay. it's like you've got these two goggles on your eyes and then it goes around, but it's so that there's no light that comes in. So you're in pitch black, like, and oh, it, wow. yeah. And everyone that I know that has then got that eye mask has like, oh my God, Carla, it's changed my sleep. I'm like, I know. So oh, good. I'll definitely have to try it out myself and recommend it to people because they're always asking me for sleep tips after yoga nidra because that's yeah. basically uh, why yeah. people are attracted to coming to the class is to improve their sleep. So, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Is there, like, research behind it? Yeah, so I had Andy Mant um, on my show and he's the um, founder of the Blue Blocking, the Blue Blocks business. Um, there's a lot of science and research behind it. So, I mean, this expensive eye mask, like, you know, before that I was buying an eye mask from, you know, Kmart or whatever, $5. This one's about $70. Okay. Um, but believe me, so worth it. So oh, worth it. If mine broke today, I'd go and buy another one. Like, yeah. it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, look him up. Um, it's Blue Blocks and and uh, that's the company. It's Andy Mant is his uh-huh. name. I've seen the actual glasses, but I've never taken any notice of the actual sleep eye mask as well. So I will check that out. So tell us about your business and how it started as well. 
Um, so yeah, I have a I'll have quite have a big great journey. Story. <laughs> yeah, I have so many. I have such great. Um, but I left Australia uh, basically when I was 21. Um, wanting to be an actress. This is in a short, long, not light story. Um, went to New York. Lived in New York for a few. Uh, studying at acting school. Went to acting school there. And I love that. And I was always going to be an actress. That was my big goal. And I was going to be the next Nicole Kidman. Um, and then I moved to London. And, uh, you know, the first year I was really plugging into the acting scene. Um, but then a group of my girlfriends from Australia came over to London. And they started, like, uh, staying in my house on my floor. <laughs> dossing. Um, and, yeah, dossing. That's what, $5 <laughs> a night, girls, $5 yeah. pounds a night. And then um, I guess she just went a bit crazy and I started partying with them. And, um, yeah, I had the time of my life. We had about seven of us living in a two-bedroom house. And um, I spent... Yeah, just partying, backpacking the world and, um, yeah, just, oh, God, I had a great time. Anyways, after about, oh, I saw majority of Europe and then I did a year backpacking where I did Egypt, Africa, um, South Africa, I worked in an orphanage in Africa and came back to Australia. Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I was really nervous to come back because I knew that I had changed so much and I was coming to surprise my parents at their doorstep and in our little hometown and, um, yeah, I was really nervous, but I sort of had made a decision on the plane ride home that I was only going to do things that made me happy. And then, but I didn't know what that was at the time. Um, did want to still act, but it was sort of pulling me in other directions because of how hard uh, the acting industry is. And I'd sort of in the process done my personal training course. Um, so I was PTing on the side of doing acting and anyway, over like a, it was just so random um, how it all happened. But my dad was a member of Anytime Fitness, the franchise, the gym franchise, and I couldn't understand it. I was like, what do you mean it's 24-7? Like, it just makes no sense to me. I've just been, you know, tracking around the world and I just didn't make sense to me. Anyway, uh, there wasn't one in my local area. And so over, oh gosh, many fights and um, long conversations, I decided to go into business with my dad and we opened one in our local area. So Woo Woo Anytime Fitness. I've had that now for 10 years. But in that process, like I sort of, my dad didn't work there. He had his own business. I had sort of made up my mind that, um, I was going to give it everything I could to make this work. I'd never worked in an office. I didn't know how to deal with um, any office, Excel, any of that, never done any of it. So I was like blown out of my water. Um, but I, you know, I put my heart and soul into it and I, you know, really built up that business. But it was in that process where I sort of, now I can reflect back, I realized that I was on that treadmill of life. I was just plugging away so unaware that I was, you know, just so focused on this one goal to get this business up and running and to make it successful that I had forgotten, I guess, what, who I was and what true happiness means for me. And I had become this really busy person. And my friends started saying to me, oh, we just didn't invite you because, you know, you were so busy. You're so busy all the time with work. And I was like, oh, and then that sort of like wasn't my awakening with that. I was just still in the moment and so unaware of it. And I hated yoga at the time. God, I hated it. But um, <laughs> my mum was always doing yoga as a little girl. And I was, I was like, no, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I want to run marathons, do all that sort of stuff. And then I was running one of the, I think it was the city to surf maybe. And I was crying my way to the finish line. My knees were really aching and. Anyway, the physio I went and saw, he's like, you've got to start doing something else, Carla. Like, you can't keep doing this to yourself. I suggest yoga. And I was like, I'm not going to knock me out now. <laughs> anyway, I dragged myself to a yoga class and I was laying in Savasana at the end. Um, and I just remember the teacher saying to me, you know, it's now time to turn off the voices inside your head. And if you don't think you have a voice, then that was a voice that just told you that you haven't got a voice. And I was like, oh, my God. 
I've got a voice inside my head and I'm not the only one. And this was really the big, like for me, I was like, oh shit, what am I listening to? And it started to really, yeah, start start making me uh, reconsider my mind and what my mind was. Um, And I kept going back to yoga and I actually then became very into yoga. (laughs) Now I have my own yoga studio and I teach every day and yoga has changed my life. But yeah, so that was how much I pretty much got there. And then Throughout the process of my own yoga journey and me unraveling my own voices inside my head and having that, you know, awakening, I feel like I became awake to what life is. I started to like really delve into what happiness really is and where happiness comes from and what true happiness is. And I think for so many of us like myself at that time, I was caught up in that happiness meant that, you know, I had to get this business up and running and that if I met that boy and had a baby, I'd be happy. Or if I got that house, I'd be happy. You know, but I discovered that true happiness comes from within ourselves and we can consciously choose that every day, no matter what's going on in our lives. And as much as life is a journey and there's ups and downs, we are in so much more control than we think we are. So that's sort of the delving into my happiness coaching and uh, speaking because I just became so passionate about how I lived my life now that I want to share that with as many people as I can. And, you know, I can't believe we live in this society where so many people, you know, are unhappy, we're lonely, we're depressed, there's a lot of anxiety. And if there's one more person that I can help, then, you know, I'm a step closer to my goal. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of that journey to where you are now. So what about the book? How did the book fit into the business or how did that come about? Oh, well, it was the same as the podcast. Like I didn't ever expect to really be doing it. Um, and then someone just mentioned it to me, like uh, with the podcast that was originally a friend and she said, uh, she said, oh, Carla, what are you really enjoying doing lately? And I was like, oh man, I just love listening to other people's podcasts when I walk my dog along the beach. Like I was really, it was when podcasts really started to come mm-hmm. out. I was obsessed. I said, oh, I just start smiling down the street. And then she's like, you'd be really good on a podcast. And I was like, oh, well, how do you even do it? And that was the sort of start of that journey. And then the book was the same. I'm a, a book addict. I read for an hour a day. I read a book a week. Um, I love reading. Like I'm a big nerd. And yeah, someone just said to me, well, Carla, why don't you, you know, you need to put your story into, you need to put your story into words. And I was like, I can't write. I can't even spell the difference between there, there and there. Like I'm not a writer. <laughs> um, but when someone sort of gives me a little bit of a challenge or starts something in my side of my mind, I start delving on it. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should do um, a book. And then last year when COVID hit and we had to shut down and, you know, um, I was like, okay, well, this is an opportunity. And this was my second book, actually. The first book was a bit of an epic fail um, in terms of I wrote, I did fly a few years ago to Bali and I locked myself in a hotel room for three weeks and just did yoga and wrote a book. And it was great. Like, and it was really, for me, a wonderful experience, but I didn't get out exactly what I wanted to. I didn't have the right guidance. So this time I had a, I had a coach um, who helped me through guiding through the book and getting it all published and becoming a number one bestseller. So that was really good. But um, you've got to learn, don't you? <laughs> oh, definitely. And thanks for sharing that that first part because, you know, everyone sees it's the bestseller, finds you're happy, but you've just shared the the journey. There's always something before that, isn't there? Oh, to, totally, to get, totally. To and believe me, like everyone says, oh, you got to write another one. I'm like, not right now. No. <laughs> It's hard work. It's definitely hard work. And for me, because I'm not a natural writer, like it yeah. doesn't come naturally for me. I'm a speaker. I love to talk. I love to share that way. Yeah. So but yeah, it's great. And it's actually 
Like as much as I love sharing the message with others, it's so awesome to write and just get all, like it's like journaling, you know, all this stuff comes up and you're like, oh my mm. goodness, I didn't even realize that was going on. Yeah. So yeah, it's been good. So anyone um, have a read and yeah, please let me know your thoughts because um, if there is another one, I'd always open to suggestions. <laughs> and would you ever release it then as a podcast book? Um, well, I thought about it, but not at the moment. Yeah. Not at the moment. I just don't know if I can sit through speaking it for so long. Yeah. Like it takes a long time to read a book, um, yeah. you know. So I'm like, oh, my God, I don't think I'd go crazy. <laughs> but maybe. We'll say we'll put it in the maybe, maybe, you know, there's always something in my maybe my maybe, maybe pile. Yeah, yeah. Just just being such a natural speaker. And it's interesting how you're speaking, that's what you're acting, but it's really coming through in obviously your speaking as well as your podcast as well. Mm. Those, yeah, those, no, that's I true. love it. Yeah. And so to share with us then the audience about um, some tips you share or you use even in your own life about happiness and also having that purpose and a sense of smile, like smiling every day. What could we do? Oh, there's so much we can do. There's so much we can do. But I think like the first step for everyone is to ask themselves if they are happy because I think a lot of us think we're happy. You know, yeah, you know, you don't want to say that you're not happy, but like, oh, yeah, I like my job, but I don't really like my job or I'm in a relationship, but I'm, you know, it's actually more, you know, dreading than fulfilling. So I think asking ourselves that hard question is number one, you know, if you're not happy in all the areas of your life, what can we do about it? Mm. And how can we start to make a change? Because any change needs to happen from a change, you know? So that's where I started. And then I was like, okay, so what can we do every single day? Just one thing even that brings us joy. So I like to ask my clients and people on, you know, whoever I'm speaking to is, and I'll ask you in a row, like what's one thing in your life that makes you smile from the inside out? You know, when you see a little kid, Mm. and you say we're going to go to the park and they're like oh my god oh my god I'm just so excited to go down that water slide like they get so excited us adults get so boring we're like we're not laughing we don't laugh so like what's one thing in your life that um you know brings you a lot of joy where you smile from the inside out my kids my kids all the time this is the things they do and say and 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 I understand exactly what you're talking about even our dog like just us walking in the room lights oh, her up, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. All I have to do is get my shoes on and my dog, yeah. like a little puppy, she's like, oh, we're going for a walk every day. She gets so excited. Yeah. I always yeah. say I wish I had that much excitement. Yes, yes. So then what I say is you've, you've listed one thing for you, your kids. Yeah. So I'd always say to people, list about four things mm-hmm. and you put a post-it note and you put it on your fridge. So every day, what can you do today to bring a little bit more joy into your life? So what can you do with your kids you know, where you've got nothing else going on, you've just got that, you know, conscious connection with them and have a good laugh. Or, yeah. you know, for me, one of mine is reading in the sunshine with a coffee. Like I just love to sit in the sun, not today because it's not sunny, <laughs> but um, to open a good book and I never do audio books. I love to open the book and highlight it and a nice cup of coffee and that brings me joy, you know. So I have a, you have a list and then every day, you know, you know that you've got to do at least one of those things. Mm. And if you're having a bit of a moment in a day, you're like, okay, I've got to bring some joy into my life. What can I do? So it's like an easy toolkit that, that's just something there that you can do straight away. I love to fake fake laugh until I make laugh. So um, you've listened to a few of my podcasts and I, and I try <laughs> and make people laugh um, as well. And I'm more than happy to do it with you guys. But it's scientifically proven that even when we just like smile like this, you know, we start to feel better. So if we just all just start smiling, we're going to start to feel better about ourselves and our life. And it's and it's true. So you can just like fake it until you make it. So I often am just like sitting in my office with a pencil in my mouth and I'm like, 
Do you feel better when you're smiling oh, like definitely. that? Definitely. Yeah. So you can just see and then you just have a little laugh. But I go out of my way to do like to watch funny things on television yeah. if I feel like, um, you know, I need a good laugh. I just, that Friends reunion that was just on. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God, I lost it. I, I've watched it four times. I think it's yeah, hilarious. It so that was really good for my soul. So I, I search out things that I know are going to be really good for my soul. Yeah. Um, we're in lockdown at the moment. So, again, um, last Saturday night, I don't often watch that much TV, but I've, you know, wanted to bring something that was good for my soul. And I watched that movie um, Book Club. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. No, club. Seen it oh, watch that. It's good for the soul. Oh, it made me laugh. It made me, it made me really laugh. Yeah. So just, you know, really picturing out things in your day that you know are going to add more joy. If it is putting on, like my neighbours must think I'm nuts because I put on Spice Girls, the same song yeah. every day, want to be, want to be, and I shake it out in my room and I get all dancey and, you know, because I love to dance. So I think it's just really starting to ask yourself, yeah, what can you bring more into your life that's going to make you smile? Yeah, yeah. Favourite foods, you know, like hopefully they're good, good, healthier options or moving your body like some people love mm. to go to yoga, you know, so do, making sure yeah. that that's number one because your number one job in life is your happiness. And Narelle, you, if you're feeling happier, you're going to be so much better to your kids, to your dog, to your partner, you know, mm. so don't feel selfish. Just your number one job in life is your happiness. Oh, that's a beautiful tip. Beautiful. Yeah, that's so simple. But just that we all need that reminding, don't we? Yeah, because we all think life's so busy. Like, when do we get so busy? But we're busy doing nothing. Like, yeah. what? You know, rushing around telling each other that we're busy. But yeah. I hate busy. I hate the word busy. Busy is boring. Yeah. yeah. I always say we're choosing to do what we want to do. Yeah. And then, you know, just get out of that. Sometimes it's so easy to get stuck that in language. that. Yeah. Yeah. Language. Totally, yeah. Isn't it? For sure. Yeah. So, what about yoga then? How does that fit into your life? Um, so because I have a studio, um, it fits into my life a lot. But is um, it personally, like do you do it, like not just work-wise? But ha- oh, I do it every day. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this morning I did an Ashtanga practice. Yeah. Um, I teach lots of different styles of yoga. So, uh, you know, power is a like I'm a stronger teacher at the studio, like at my studio for sure, but power, Ashtanga, Bikram, um, Yin. So we do it all. But I love to, I meditate every day. So I'm a meditation teacher as well. But me personally, I meditate twice a day, um, morning and night. And it's been so nice in COVID because I get to do longer ones. (laughs) So there is some benefits in it. Um, But, yeah, I practice yoga every morning. Just depending on what I feel like, I might do, um, you know, like this morning on Ashtanga practice, so my sore I do, or um, I do a power. And then often um, in the afternoons I might do a yin class, like for myself if I'm in COVID or um, I love yin. It's so delicious. So um, good, isn't it? Oh, so good, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe, like, once I would never have sat down and done yin, like, because I was so the adrenaline, like, no yeah. way, I'm not doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, oh, my God, it's such a treat. Yeah, so yoga is a very big part of my life. And I think that for me, uh, you know, when I go through my happiness toolkit, there's a few things that I need to do. Um, meditate. Yoga is definitely there mm. every day. And I love to walk my dog. Yeah. Same. Yeah, <laughs> and I go for a swim in the beach here in Australia, oh, in New South Wales. Yeah, um, mostly every day of the year. So oh, when it's freezing, so <laughs> it's freezing it's- here all the time. So even in summer, it's pretty cold out there. Oh, know. it's still cold. And you know what? Every day I go through that. I laugh because every day I go through the same story in my head. Oh, it's too cold. I might give it a quit today. Might not do it today. And then, but I did it yesterday. So why can't I do it today? It's just like this. Yeah. And you know, I've been doing this now for the three years um, throughout winter. And every day I still have the same story. I'm like, oh, my God, Carla, when will it get boring? It doesn't. Just keep, it keeps coming up. So, yeah. 
just being conscious of that voice and then just being in there, I'm going to listen to it today. Yeah, definitely, isn't it? So what about then how can people find you and the book and your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone, uh, please connect. I'd love to um, you know, hear from any of you. Um, but I have my website, Carla Marie Simpson. Um, the podcast is called Get Happy Hour. Um, so you'll find that on all, you know, your podcast channels. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And I'd love to offer, um, you know, I am a happiness coach. So happy to offer all your listeners a um, free happiness coaching session where they just book in and we can go through, um, you know, how we can start to look at their life and how we can design that um, to bring a bit more joy and happiness into their lives. Beautiful. And so out of all of those things, which one do you enjoy the most? Is it the coaching or is it the instructing or it's just the combination of all? I am a hybrid. Yeah. I'm a hybrid. I couldn't do the same. I couldn't do the same thing every day. Like I don't know how people, I, no offence to anyone, but it's yeah. not me. I could not sit at the same desk and do the same job every day. So I love that I just switch hats. And because I grew up as an actor, like people go, how do you go from like being a PT and then going into yoga or, you know, going from a coaching session into that? And I just... I don't know, I just do it and I love it. I love it because it brings something into each. I mean, it is designed so that, you know, I've got time between them and things like that. But if I've practised yoga and meditated, I'm going to show up and be such a better coach to you online, you know. So there's a whole thing for it, you know. But if I haven't practised yoga and I'm all itchy and then I can't, um, I can't, you know, I just feel like I'm not present for the person or for the podcast or for whatever. Oh, so many, so many similarities. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we, I think majority of people are the same, yeah. but a lot of people aren't aware of it. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, if you don't go for your run or whatever, you know, for some people it's running, for some people it's swimming, whatever it is, but it's giving that time to yourself so that then you can give to others. Mm. Definitely, definitely. We can't pour from an empty cup, can we? No, and it's not nice to do it anyway. We get resentful and then life life becomes this much. Where life is so glorious. Like if you really, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing everything with us, Carla, and making the time to come on today. And um, I look forward to following you and hearing your next episodes that come out on the podcast. No, and thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. And, um, yeah, anyone, please connect and take up the, um, you know, the happiness session, whatever it is, because I just love to um, help as many people as I can. Thank you so much, Carla. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood, and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to yin and nidra yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm